Good evening, good people. Joe Yancey. Uh, this is the Below Average Joe Show. This is a video version, so going to look a, bit, a little bit different. I guess it didn't look like anything in the first step because it wasn't on video, so I don't even know where to look. You see this? So anyways, um, we, we, me, we've titled this Uncomfortable Speak. That's kind of the uh, uh, theme of what I would like to do or will do and continue to do for the duration of this this show. So that's something you will come to expect. It's too much. Go away. If you like it, stay here. Ideally, you would do that. I hope you do. I um, plan on discussing just, you know, what's happening in the world um, to the best of my ability. I'm a pretty busy guy with work and children, and you know, I've got a few hobbies here and there. This is one of them. So I can't always fully vet and research everything, but the stuff I do think I have some insight on, I plan to talk to you about. And uh, hopefully you um, have an opinion. You don't really have to uh, like it or love it. I do hope that you respect the fact and understand that to the best of my ability, I'm going to try to present things in an unbiased view, but it will certainly be slanted with my opinion. And I'm going to try to speak for the masses without being uh, you know, a blanketed thing or um, putting everyone in one bucket or, um, you know, being stereotypical and again, emphasis onto the best of my ability. But I do think these kind of things should be talked about. And when I say these kind of things, I'm talking about race and religion, uh, parenting, uh, gun control, you know, the prison system, anything that is years old that should be discussed that just isn't discussed. So, and if it is discussed, it's not in the circles I'm in. And uh, so I'm trying to bring that discussion to the circles that I'm in. And hopefully you're in my circle. So uh, what I wanted to discuss today was Kanye West. Um, you know, he's... Um, let me start by giving you my take on Kanye West, the artist. Um, from uh, I'm 43 years old. I'll be 44 in December. My entire... Uh, you know, life, music, my preferred style of music is is probably hip-hop and then, you know, like alternative rock, like a 1A, 1B, they're very close. But rap music has generally been my favorite genre. You know, I went in and out with R&B, really loved it back in the day, don't really love it now. I mean, it's all right. Not a country guy, no hate on anybody that likes country. I know a lot of it's probably really good. I should probably give it more of a shot uh, and probably, you know, maybe try to understand it better. And I, I haven't given it a fair shake, you know, like classical music is something I like, but don't listen too often. Um, I do listen to a lot of scores from movies. So I guess that's classical jazz blues, you know, take or leave it. Good, good music. Um, you know, and if I'm missing any genres, uh, I guess standard rock, I like standard rock, but I've always liked rap music. Um, you know, and if I were to rank rappers, uh, historically, my favorites, the it'd be really hard for me to give you a top five, but it looks something like Jay-Z, uh, Tupac, Kanye West, um, you know, Kendrick Lamar, Lupe Fiasco, um, you know, Notorious Big, um, you know, and some others stand out too. But 
and as individual rappers, if we're going group, it's outcasts and everybody else is below that for me. And, you know, if we go with more than one person with a duo or a group. So when I think about Kanye West, I've always thought he was brilliant musically, um, obviously well-documented and exceptional producer, um, musically gifted, um, took a lot of chances early on when he was a young man and trying to make his way and, and trying to carve out who he was going to be. Uh, and let the world know who he was. And he did a great job. He worked hard. If you haven't seen the uh, Genius documentary on Netflix, you should watch it, no matter how you feel about Kanye West. It's it's exceptional. And, you know, it probably says a lot about who Kanye is in terms of, yeah, I mean, there's obviously an ego. I don't think he hides it. I don't, I, I think we can all <laughs> clearly see it's there. But, I mean, he's made it pretty clear. He thinks he's a genius. And I don't know that he is musically. I think he is. Um, any other area or walk of life? I don't, I don't know. Probably not qualified to comment on that. But one thing about Kanye's music is I've always thought it was really, 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 really good. And it's unique. And Kanye is one that one of the first people to take an album and have, you know, more than 10 plus people help him carry the album, even though he's featured in almost every song. Um, but you know, there's a few albums out there that Kanye has that feature a ton of people. And he's also made a lot of people famous and a lot of people, a lot of money in the music business. So starting with what his body of work looks like for his, you know, what many would consider his intended purpose was to be, uh, was to create and contribute um, to music. He, um, in my opinion, about as good as it gets. So moving to Kanye, the man, you know, there's a lot of things said about when he lost his mother, you know, what that did to him, uh, how it affected him. Um, you know, I wish I had a closer relationship with my mother. I love my mother. My mother loves me. We talk often. I see her not as much as I'd like. But the relationship that Kanye had with his mom is is one I wish I had with my mom. And I think we all do. And many of you may have that. And again, me and my mom are great, but it's just he was living and breathing from with and through his mother and and maybe vice versa. Um, you know, it's well documented to get in a documentary. There's a lot of uh, things written before and after that documentary that also state the same that, you know, that that was a big part of his life and, and her passing was obviously difficult. Is that what set in motion this chain of events that some are calling, you know, manic episode or, you know, just mania in general, or he's crazy, he's lost it, you know, uh, all the biscuits ain't brown. I don't know. I don't know. No one knows that. Kanye probably doesn't know that. Well, we do know there was a change, um, and I can't pinpoint the exact time of that change, but he probably in many ways felt as if he was more intelligent uh, than others. There's a song, and I'm pissed i can't remember the name of the song i love the song and i just listened to it recently it just came on in my car on my i uh apple music playlist i didn't pick it i didn't search it i wasn't listening to Kanye. it was just on my playlist and it's him basically saying he wishes his children are going to be republican and in some instances wish they were white and he said because i would want their life to be easier that's actually not a crazy thought it's not racist or weird or uh it's not bigotry it's not weird for him to think that you know cat williams you remember his stand up and trade trade places in a minute you mean to tell me i take this pill and i got a fucking 800 credit score you know referencing the michael jackson skin 
blend thing. Um, it's not crazy to feel that way. It It is a little bit different, though, to go to some of the extremes that he has. And it's not just to feel one way or to think one way. It's almost as if this this guy is doing everything in his power to alienate where he came from. And this isn't some cliche or, yeah, brother, don't forget where you came from. You know, no, it's none of that. It's not you need to be loyal to where you started and originated. It's not that either. It's he is in overdrive. You understand? Do you get what he's doing? He has gone so far the opposite way. He has gone Kanye East. He has gone the opposite direction of not where he should be, because who are we to say where he should be or how he should feel? However, there are some standard things that affect black men. And he doesn't have to fall in line with those things. He can be whoever he wants. However, he is doubling down on some of the crazy things. He's now obviously well-documented, as you know, uh, made a point to attack Jewish people. Um, that the Jews want to silence him, you know, and uh, something I saw earlier is it's very Hitler-like was that was Hitler's mantra. That was his deal. Like, see, they're all saying it. What I've been saying must be true. Look how they're now attacking me, almost indirectly creating this invisible drama and invisible war that didn't exist, one that he started and then uses that as a means, you get it? It's not normal. It's obviously not cool. So a lot of things have happened with him. And I do think his relationship, a very public relationship with a very famous and very public person with Kim Kardashian has also played a role. He's in a famous family. I don't think he's one that's ever wanted the spotlight to that extent. I think he wants the spotlight on his terms. Does want it. Because again, one part of ego is you got to be seen, heard, and felt. They got to know you're out there, right? How good's your ego if no one even knows you exist? However, I think he wants to do it on his terms. The sad thing about a guy like Kanye West is he's diminishing, ruining, and tarnishing all of the great things he did in his intended profession, which was music. And now he's losing sponsorships and uh, branding deals like crazy, and he's going to continue to like crazy. It's, I mean, it's just, it's, I mean, he's dropping left and right. And then eight days ago, he went and purchased the uh, right wing conservative social media site Parlor. Never been on it. Might be a great site. Got nothing bad to say about it. You know, you're talking about a guy that when I'm bored, when I'm on the shitter, I'm on Twitter. That rhymes. You can use that. When I'm laying in bed and bored, I'm on Twitter. When I'm sitting in my car and got nothing to do, you know, waiting on something, drive through, I'm on Twitter. I like Twitter. When I'm in between activities and duties at work and I need to kill five minutes, I'm tweeting. So I'm on social media a lot. So I'm not like knocking social media. I obviously like it to some extent or I wouldn't spend so much time on it. But from everything I've heard about that specific site, it doesn't seem to fit the mold of uh, his target base um, and what we thought he stood for. So here's what's important. 
the words target and base. His target base has changed. He's changing it. He's purposely and deliberately trying to cater to a different group of people. And I'm going to tell you something. And again, uncomfortable speak. You got a lot of people in this world, and I mean a lot, a ton, more than you could imagine. Millions and millions of people that hold deep-seated, firmly-rooted, prejudice, bigoted, racial views about groups of people. And when they can find one that they can prop up, that's their one. And they they love that one. Herschel Walker's one of those ones, right? He's a fucking idiot. And I, I mean this in the nicest way possible. If he has CTE or uh, mental, you know, ineptitude, then I apologize. But on the surface, on the surface, he's really not intelligent. However, he got there, if it was too many hits or, you know, educate, I don't know. doesn't matter, but I apologize if that's out of pocket, but he's not smart. But you have many people that actually are really smart supporting him and propping him up. You know why? Because he says, I'm not racist. Look at my black friend. Look at this black fellow I support. This is what Kanye West is becoming right in front of our eyes. It's very obvious. There's not a piece of confusion. It's not, oh my God, I didn't know that would bother my fan base. No, no, I'm one, I'm changing my fan base. And if you like the music enough to stick around and buy it, fuck it, buy it, pay me. But I am actively seeking a group of people that may or may not already buy my music, probably don't, but I am purposely creating i am i am making issues i am making waves this is deliberate none of this is unintentional whether he has someone in his corner or someone that advises or checks on him or says hey what the fuck are you doing that's not relevant because even if he did he's going to do this because it is a deliberate purposeful thing this is a mission and the mission is to create this rift. And some people say, oh, he's doing it to sell records. I don't know. I don't think so. I mean, maybe he's going to release something tomorrow. I don't know. I don't think so. I think he likes it. I think he felt forgotten. I think he does this to get a rise out of his ex. I think he does this to get a rise out of everybody. What are we doing? Talking about this guy, good or bad, when you have an ego of this size, how else do you feed it if they don't talk about you? You got to do something. Now he's doing it the wrong way, personal opinion, but this is all deliberate and completely uh, intentional. The media sensation that he maybe would garnish when he was coming up to the ranks and people still watch the music videos, MTV's on there every day, BET every day. I mean, he was the guy. He was the guy. There were multiple years, several years, especially like when Jesus walks in, like, wow, pinnacle, top of the line, like, Boom, like graduation. Wow. Like college drop. Wow. Like this guy was the guy. He may simply, it could be as simple as he's trying to get that back. And those last few albums, what anyone getting it back? Because the game has changed and the game has been stepped up by others like Drake. And then when he released, like literally in the same breath, week, weekend, whatever. 
as Kendrick Lamar, a far inferior album than Kendrick Lamar. The the album with Drake inferior. So he wasn't competing with them. His album was okay. It was weird, in my opinion, and it's not really my style. I was disappointed, certainly, but a lot of people may like it. So what he once had, he probably never gets back at steady state Kanye West. He just doesn't. So this is now put him back at the forefront in front of all of us, and we're all talking about him. At what expense? Is it worth it? Maybe. Will he still be a billionaire and net worth when it's done? Probably. And unless Adidas makes a move, that is his single biggest piece of external income that is not from music-related pieces. He has multiple projects that will probably continue to play. I mean, R. Kelly shit wasn't taken off the air for like six years after the first thing. I mean, the second set of allegations. All right? So... Are people going to stop playing, you know, all of the lights at every game? No, it, it, it probably not, you know, stronger. Like there's, there's, there's anthems, right? There's anthems that he's created that are played in stadiums everywhere that are played on music radio stations everywhere that are integrated in mixes everywhere. The chances that his music completely stops is zero. The chances that his new music sells without the help of his new fan base. That's good. That could not happen. That could happen. He could lose tremendous steam and momentum. Any that he had left from his diehards, which is why he's trying to create new diehards. You see what I'm saying? So is it a big scheme to sell more records? I don't know. Uh, I do know for him to get to where he was at one point, be who he was, be that talked about and popular and front page and, you know, his name and, you know, 20% of all tweets and shit, it's going to take a while. Um, And, and if it, and if it gets there, it's probably going to get there because he's done some crazy shit, not because of a new album. So, you know, uh, absent him and Kim K getting together, him getting together with someone else, him fucking showing up at Pete Davidson's house and kicking his ass or getting his ass kicked. This is feeding him his narcissism, and his ego and his selfishness is worth it for him to be interpreted as a bigoted piece of shit. Personal opinion could be wrong, but I think that's, I think he's okay with it. Um, I don't know that, uh, you know, I don't want to shift from music to anti-Semite, but I think we need to really dig in on that just a little bit. The clip I watched earlier, also in the same clip, what the gentleman they were interviewing, who's an expert on this and relate race relations and is a Jewish man, he said one of the problems is these groups are small. They're smaller than you think. They are. This isn't the Nazi party. Okay. It's not that big. It's smaller than you think. So the greatest danger and the greatest threat from uh, Kanye West getting this involved and doubling down on these horrible comments that he made about Jewish people is that it brings an element of notoriety. It brings an element of fame, popularity, and even some would consider normalcy, which allows these other pieces of shit to act out, stand up, and get louder. 
the best parallel I'm going to give you, Donald Trump. I don't care what you say. Racism has never been so bold in the last 25 years. Never. Than when it came off a black president rolling into a vocal, ridiculous, loudmouth, moronic, racist, misogynistic, homophobic white president. Anyone that felt that way now had a beacon of hope, a light. Like, oh, I like that guy. He says the shit I'm thinking. Or he indirectly says it. Or he pals around with people that do. And Kanye West is bordering on a very dangerous territory that he could be considered one of those, even if it is for show or for notoriety. And then again, there is also the other side of the coin that maybe Kanye truly feels that way and believes it. And maybe he is completely manic and is under the impression that the Jews are out to get him. They don't give a fuck about you, man. They never gave a fuck about you. They give a fuck now because you attacked them and they didn't do anything to you. So, uh, you know, the stuff with Gap, you know, he's just, he's an idiot. Um, the amount of money this man has doesn't make him anything more or less than anyone else. Uh, it's really clear to see that his element of expertise, his level of expertise, his area, excuse me, of expertise was music. And then he created some shoes that I think are really ugly, but um, are very popular and a lot of people like them. And a quick side note, if you don't know the story about Adidas and the Puma, and I'll be the first to admit I'm a big Puma guy. I have actually a Puma tattoo there, if you can see it. Yeah, don't ask me why, but love Puma. Um, it's two brothers. See those four? Two brothers. One, two. And uh, they're both Nazis. <laughs> and they split, and that's why the brand Puma originated, because the two brothers got in an argument, couldn't get along, couldn't work out whatever their business dealings were. So Adidas then became Puma and Adidas. See those two? So those two companies were one, but it's just ironic and horrible, but ironic that Adidas has chosen to say nothing and be completely silent uh, regarding uh, this very sensitive topic about uh, anti-Semitism and their company was formed by Nazis. So do what you will with that. Uh, That'll wrap the Kanye piece. I just wanted to touch on that. It's a last little bit. It's disappointing for uh, young people as a whole, but I have to assume it's pretty disappointing for young black men that grew up, you know, especially probably in the Chicago land area, you know, idolizing him, worshiping him, wanting to be him, proud of him, uh, really looking up to him, and then just watching what he's turned into when you you talk about a group of people, uh, African Americans that have have been you know segregated and treated poorly, mostly for ever you know so it's a sad thing um hopefully someone talks sense into him not likely to happen uh did have a note you know we like to talk about a doc or a movie watch the swearing jar last night i want y'all to watch that it's called the swearing jar um and i can't really say a lot about the plot without i think kind of messing it up but just watch it that's a good one so that's my recommendation for you Watch the swearing jar. Sports. Told you Bryce Harper yesterday was going to crush shit because he crushes shit. He's a player and he crushes a lot, right? He's a beast. He's a beast. So um, I think the best player in the National League overall. I do. Um, Bryce Harper uh, is taking his team to the World Series. I'm going to root for the Phillies. I think Houston's a better team, so they should win. 
But uh, there's that. Had a player on the move, James Robinson, being traded to the New York Jets over in the NFL. Um, we've got the New England Pats and Bears on right now. Pats favored by seven and a half. Belichick is uh, really good in primetime games, as you know, especially when he had that guy, Tom Brady. And then a quick wrap regarding the performance of the uh, these kind of elderly veteran QBs. I think you're going to see a shift in the second half. Although I'm horrible at fantasy football, if you can buy Stafford, Rodgers, or Brady low pending they're healthy, I think you should because I don't think those three guys, any of them, even if the team doesn't win at the clip that they should, is going to go out like that, right? And I definitely think Tom Brady's going out like that in his last year. Rodgers is committed to more than one more year, but, I mean, you could see him maybe going, I'm good, or Green Bay even stepping him down if he finishes poorly. I really, 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 really think all three of those guys will figure it out. It's a lot easier for Matt and Tom having Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, you know, Leonard Fournette, um, you know, and uh, Matt having, you know, Cooper Cup and uh, Allen Robinson, some other pieces. Um, and then Aaron's really just got Aaron Jones. He's the most capable receiver on the team. Lazard got banged up yesterday. Tanyan is uh, probably the second most trustworthy if Cobb's not healthy. So doesn't have the weapons. Be a little tougher, a little more uphill for him, especially given the schedule that the Packers have. But uh, that's my note in NFL. I think you're going to see that. NHL just kicked off recently. Uh, we'll get a little more in depth with that as time goes on, as that season is fresh and new. College football is starting to gear up, get going. So as we continue this, you'll see me get a little bit more specific, a little more detailed on uh, sports takes. But what I wanted to talk to you about today was Kanye. So I'm hopeful that he cannot fucking suck. Um, but as it stands right now, I got to tell you, I don't have a whole lot of hope. So I'll reserve judgment to see if things change. But my current judgment is still that he fucking sucks. Thanks, y'all. See you.